This may or may not be true for you, but I think it's safe to say that while nearly all creative entrepreneurs prioritize and see value in social media, many creative entrepreneurs fail to prioritize their websites and even neglect them altogether. However, here's the thing. Your website is your most powerful marketing tool. When built strategically, your website will serve as a 24-7 salesperson for your business, attract your ideal customers and repel those who aren't a good fit for you, display your work and products at their best, say goodbye to the Instagram crop, you know what I'm talking about, communicate your brand, and serve as your safe haven on the internet regardless of algorithm changes. Basically, your website should be at the center of all of your marketing efforts and every other marketing tool, including SEO, social media, email marketing, and more, should be driving your ideal customer to your website so they can learn more about you and what you offer. Now, because I know you don't want overwhelm to stand between you and having a website that one, serves your clients well, and two, enables you to meet your business goals, today we are going to simplify the web development process. Instead of getting lost in the weeds by thinking about all of the things your website could do or the way it could look, in this episode of Priority Pursuit, we're breaking down the seven things you must have on your website as a creative entrepreneur to convert website visitors into paying customers. Hey there, I'm Victoria Rayburn, a wedding photographer, small business owner, and marketing expert who doesn't believe work-life balance exists. I, probably like you, love both my family and my business, and for years I thought that if I worked hard and implemented enough self-help tips and tricks, every facet of my life and business would fall into place, leaving me feeling rested and satisfied. And, well, friend, that has yet to happen because life and business are demanding and every season brings new challenges. While I don't believe we can reach true work-life balance, I do believe there's power in determining your priorities, both in your personal life and in your business, and making choices and creating systems based around what's most important to you and what's going to lead to results. When it comes to your priorities in your personal life, I want to help you remember what's most important to you and show you how you can protect these priorities by setting boundaries and putting time on your calendar for what matters most. When it comes to your business, I want to help you determine what's already working well for you and help you implement proven marketing and business strategies. This way, you can prioritize the tactics that work, ditch the ones that don't, and feel confident in your ability to run your business, meet your goals, and serve your customers. Relationships, effective marketing strategies, setting boundaries, delegating, creating an incredible client experience, and keeping your priorities at the core of everything you do are exactly what you, experts, and I will be discussing every week. Now, whether you're walking your dog, you're driving to a shooter job, or you're snuggled up on the couch with a glass of wine, get ready to grow, learn, and assess your priorities. You're listening to the Priority Pursuit Podcast. Now, before we dive into the seven things that your website needs to include in order to convert website visitors into paying customers, I do want to make sure that I give credit where credit is due. Several of the items we discuss in this episode are going to be inspired by Donald Miller's books. Donald Miller is the author of Marketing Made Simple and Building a Story Brand. If you have not read these books, I highly recommend them. But in this podcast episode, we are largely taking Miller's suggestions, which are backed by a lot of data and research, and adapting them for creative entrepreneurs. So with this in mind, the first thing that you want to make sure that your website includes is your brand position statement. If you have no idea what a brand position statement is, don't panic. It will take a little time and thought to define yours, 
but a brand position statement, also commonly referred to as a unique value proposition, is simply a statement that explains what makes your business unique so it can stand out in the marketplace. You can learn more about how to determine your brand position in episode eight, how to define and communicate your brand position with Nathan Horitz. But put simply, your brand position statement needs to make three things clear. What you offer, who you serve, and where you serve if applicable. For example, the brand position statement for Priority Pursue is a podcast dedicated to helping creative entrepreneurs define, maintain, and pursue both their personal and business priorities. This statement shares exactly what's being offered, which is a podcast about defining, maintaining, and pursuing both personal and business priorities, and who the podcast serves, creative entrepreneurs. This is a podcast, so in this situation, location does not matter. However, as a wedding photographer, I primarily serve the Lafayette, Indiana, and Indianapolis areas, so that is something that I want to make sure is included in my website from a wedding photography perspective. Now, once you have your unique brand position defined, you want to feature it above the fold of your website. In other words, your brand position statement should be the very first thing website visitors see when they go to your site and should be visible before users have to scroll. In his book, Marketing Made Simple, Donald Miller argues that this is the most effective place to include your brand position statement because it will help your website visitors immediately know what your business is all about, and if your products and or services could be the answer to the problem. Long story short, placing your brand position statement at the top of your website is going to draw your ideal customers in and encourage them to explore your products, services, and content further. The next thing that you're going to want to make sure your website includes is a step-by-step booking or purchase process. Speaking of Donald Miller, in his book, Building a Story Brand, Miller argues that our brains are naturally primitive and want to preserve as many calories as possible, meaning they want to think as little as possible. And our brains only want to use calories to help us either survive or thrive. Basically, Miller contends that unless the information we're consuming is going to help us live or make life better in some way, our brains tend to tune information out. This is why we naturally have such short attention spans. With this in mind, one of the biggest marketing mistakes you can make, according to Miller, is causing your customers to burn too many calories in an effort to understand your offer. To prevent frustration for your website users, Miller recommends including a three to four step plan on your website that clarifies how someone can do business with you and removes the sense of risk someone might have if they're considering investing in your products or services. Basically, you want to include a clear path of action on your site that walks visitors through how they can work with you and shows value to ease their concerns. For example, on the wedding photography page on my website, this is the plan I give brides. Step one, meet me for coffee to discuss your big day and wedding plans. Step two, get comfortable in front of the camera with engagement photos. And step three, enjoy your wedding day while every moment is captured. Essentially, if your website lists a clear step-by-step plan, your ideal customer will be more likely to inquire and take action before getting distracted or frustrated and leaving your website. Now, speaking of taking action, something else that you're going to want to include on your website is a clear call to action, also called a CTA. In other words, you need to clearly invite your website visitors to do something. And here's a little hint. Typically, your CTA is related to the first step of your plan. 
Now, maybe it's the Midwesterner in me, but I think it's safe to say that most creative entrepreneurs are afraid of coming across as salesy. As a result, many of us hope prospective clients will visit our websites and they'll just somehow know what to do next or they'll contact us if they'd like to work with us. While some website visitors may be able to connect the dots, it's important to remember our attention spans are short. And if you are leaving room for uncertainty on your website by not clearly telling prospective customers what they need to do to inquire and to work with you, you're drastically increasing the likelihood that your website visitors will leave your site before inquiring. In other words, without a clear CTA, you are missing out on business. To combat this problem, you need to, first of all, determine your CTA. According to Miller, your CTA needs to be a direct instruction and not passive. So an example of a direct CTA would be something like book now, and an example of a passive CTA would be let's chat. So as you can see, book now, super direct, let's chat. It's a little more elusive. We weren't really sure what that means, but CTAs you might want to consider include book now, buy now, inquire now, schedule a consultation. My CTA for brides is schedule a coffee date because this is the first step in the plan that I mentioned before. We're going to take a quick break because I can't help telling our photographer friends about something that saved me hours upon hours of work and given me freedom. Photographers, have you considered outsourcing your editing? Now I know what you're going to say. I can't outsource my editing. An editor won't be able to match my style. But friend, I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. I've been working with photographers edit for years and their team of experienced editors match my editing style perfectly because one, they took the time to get familiar with my preferences and brand. Two, they look at the sample edits I include in each Lightroom catalog. And three, they allow me to submit feedback after every project so that next time things are even better. Outsourcing my editing to photographers edit has drastically streamlined my workflow. I mean, after I shoot a wedding or session, I simply call the images and mark the photos I want to blog using Photo Mechanic. Then I create a Lightroom catalog and only edit the photos I plan to blog and share on social media. I add a green label to the photos I edit, share the catalog with photographers edit, and they use the photos I mark in green as samples to finish editing the remaining images. From there, photographers edit sends the catalog back to me within a few days. I review the images, export them, and share my clients' galleries with them. Outsourcing my editing has given me the freedom to spend more time with Zach, go to bed at a reasonable time, better serve my clients, and work on projects I'm actually excited about, like this podcast. Right now, editing is likely taking up most of your time, but I can tell you from experience that it doesn't have to. To receive 50% off your first order from Photographer's Edit, go to victoriarayburnphotography.com PE or simply use code VRayburn at checkout. Again, that's victoriarayburnphotography.com PE or use code VRayburn at checkout. After you've determined your CTA, you can then communicate your CTA and make it stand out by putting your call to action on colored buttons throughout your site that stand out. Miller recommends making your buttons the same color so that the next step you want your customers to take is extra clear. And in terms of placement, Miller recommends including your CTA buttons in the upper right hand corner of your website and then also throughout your content. If you need an example, you can check out my wedding photography page. I will include a link in the show notes to that, or you can just go to victoriarayburnphotography.com. But if you scroll through that page, you can see that the same CTA appears throughout the content on buttons that 
look the same. This might seem like overkill, but as people look through your website, they will decide to take action at different times. So for instance, you know, maybe somebody will go to your website and they already know they want to work with you, so they are just looking for that button. Or maybe they need to scroll down a few sections and read some testimonials and check out your pricing, and then they'll be ready to hit the button. So wherever they are, you just want to make sure that they have a button they can push. So you can get them to the next step whenever they're ready without losing their attention. Now, before we get into the next thing you must have on your website as a creative entrepreneur, I want to answer an FAQ. Creative entrepreneurs, especially photographers, often ask, should I include my prices on my website? And the short answer is yes. For most creative entrepreneurs, listing prices on your website is crucial because there's a slim chance website visitors will contact you if your prices aren't displayed. It comes across as shady if you don't share your prices. Website visitors can pre-qualify themselves before contacting you, which will help ensure your leads are warm. And sharing your prices is an opportunity to share your value. Now, while you should definitely include your prices on your website, I mean, most people definitely should, how you display your prices can differ based on your products, services, or package options, and what's best for your ideal customer. That said, chances are sharing your prices in one of or a combination of four ways will work really well for you. First way that you can include your pricing on your website is to include your starting price. This would be your bottom dollar fee. This strategy allows potential clients to pre-qualify themselves and tends to work best for creative entrepreneurs with add-on products or services. For example, if you're a wedding photographer, maybe your basic package starts at X, but if clients choose to add an album, extra coverage, travel outside of your normal service area, or another feature, the price may increase. Another way you can list your prices on your website is to include your price range. This strategy allows prospective clients to see the least to the most they can expect to invest when working with you. While listing your price range is a great way to communicate your price and value on your website, this strategy doesn't work well for creative entrepreneurs with large price ranges. For example, we're going back to wedding photographer example. Sorry, that's just where my brain usually is. But if you're a wedding photographer and you only charge $1,000 for elopement photography, but your largest wedding package is $10,000, you have a huge price range. Listing wedding photography collections range from $1,000 to $10,000 isn't a good idea because this range doesn't give website visitors much clarity into what they can expect to invest. Another option is to list the average price that your clients spend with you. Listing your average price is often a great way to share your prices because this tactic gives potential customers a pretty clear idea of what fee they'll be looking at while also setting the expectation that their investment could be a little bit more or a little bit less. Last but not least, if you have specific prices for your products or services, you can share specific pricing. With this tactic, website visitors will appreciate how clear your pricing is listed and that there won't be any surprises. That said, the strategy doesn't work well for all creative entrepreneurs. Depending on what you offer, several factors might influence a client's final price, so it might be misleading to list exact prices on your website. Now, like I mentioned before, you can use a combination of these price sharing methods. For instance, on my wedding photography page, I share both the starting and average price for wedding photography packages with a statement that simply says, 
wedding photography packages begin at X. The average VRP bride and groom invests X into their wedding photography when they purchase 10 hours of wedding day photo coverage in a 40-page 10 by 10 heirloom wedding album. This gives prospective couples a good idea of what they'll spend when they work with me, and then it sets the expectation that they will likely want to purchase a 10 by 10 album just because most of my couples decide to upgrade to that size. Speaking of my process, just in case you are curious, after couples inquire, I then send them a hidden pricing page that further breaks down packages and allows us to have a more detailed conversation and for them to see the value of my work. Now, while this page is hidden on my website, I want to be totally transparent with you guys. And just in case it would be helpful for you to see a sample pricing page, I will include a link to that in the show notes if you want to check it out. All you have to do is swipe left or right. It's really easy and even kind of fun. You might think I'm talking about a dating app, but I'm actually talking about my bookkeeping app. QuickBooks Self-Employed. I love QuickBooks Self-Employed because it connects to my bank and PayPal accounts and keeps track of all of my business expenses and income. And it even automatically clocks my mileage, making it easy to write off my miles come tax season. Basically, QuickBooks Self-Employed keeps track of everything I need to file my business taxes, and all I have to do is swipe left or right to organize items into their correct categories. Then, when it's time to pay quarterly and annual taxes, my accountant simply opens my account and pulls everything she needs. I don't have to do a thing. If you handle your own taxes, QuickBooks Self-Employed also connects to TurboTax and other leading DIY tax programs, making it easy to file your business taxes on your own. I love QuickBooks Self-Employed because it allows me to feel confident going into tax season because I know nothing has been missed. If you'd like to make bookkeeping as easy as swiping left or right and save 50% off your first six months of QuickBooks Self-Employed, visit victoriarayburnphotography.com slash QuickBooks. Again, visit victoriarayburnphotography.com slash QuickBooks to receive 50% off your first six months of QuickBooks Self-Employed and to feel confident in your bookkeeping system. All right, moving on to the fifth thing your website needs to include, and that is clear offer details. Chances are when a prospective client is considering your products or services, he or she will likely be comparing what you offer with three to five other similar products or services. Your prospective customer will likely compare quality, prices, reviews, and specific offer details. So like what's included? With this in mind, one of the most effective ways to convert your website visitors into paying customers is to include itemized lists of what your products or services include. This conveys value, gives potential customers clarity, and then lets potential clients know exactly what they'll receive when they invest in your services. To give you an idea of what I mean, here's the list that's featured on my wedding photography page. As a VRP couple, you'll receive a complimentary 90-minute engagement session, a minimum of 800 photos from your wedding day, wedding day photo coverage by a lead and second shooter, a flash drive with all edited images from your wedding day, an online gallery with all edited images that you can easily share with friends and family, a print release for all edited images, meaning you can print as many photos as you like wherever you like, social sharing rights, meaning you can share your images on social media watermark free, an heirloom wedding album, wedding day timeline design assistance to make sure you have plenty of time for wedding photos and to help you and your guests enjoy your wedding day by having a fluid timeline, travel within 60 miles of Lafayette, Indiana, 
I'm more than happy to travel further. A small travel fee will apply. Again, adding this kind of clarity to your website is an easy way to help potential customers see your value and know exactly what they can expect when they work with or buy from you. All right, we are moving on to item number six, which is client testimonials. Believe it or not, in a world full of email marketing and targeted social media ads, word of mouth is still the most powerful form of advertising. In fact, 92% of people say that they trust word of mouth and social proof more than any other marketing tactic. With this in mind, I have good news for you, my friend. You can think of online reviews and word of mouth as one in the same because 88% of consumers say that they trust online reviews as much as personal recommendations. While there's a very good chance that your prospective customers will check out your reviews on Google, Facebook, and other sites, you can also add customer testimonials directly to your website. Adding reviews and testimonials to your website is a great way to show you have authority and know what you're doing. Let your clients brag about you so you don't come across as cocky or insincere talking about yourself and build trust with prospective clients. So be sure to add customer testimonials to your website. All right, guys, last but not least, item number seven, your personality. I can't speak for all industries, but as a photographer, I know that there are a lot of other photographers out there. There's a lot of competition and your industry may be the same. Now, I love that there are so many photographers out there because this makes finding community within the industry easy. However, the saturated market can also make it hard to stand out. And in order to succeed in a saturated market, you have to figure out a way to shine. Your products or services can absolutely help you with this, but because there are likely a lot of other fantastic individuals out there offering similar products or services, your products or services likely won't be enough to set you apart. So how do you stand out among your competitors? It's really simple, actually. The secret is you and who you are. As much as your prospective customers are looking for a product or service to solve their problem, we're all always looking for human connection. With this in mind, you need to include some of your personality and who you are on your website as well as in your other marketing tactics. Now, just to give you a few examples, this can include incorporating your brand topics. And if you aren't familiar with what that is, I'm going to post a link in the show notes way, way back to episode seven, which is all about how to develop and communicate your brand as a creative entrepreneur. We'll walk you through exactly how to determine your brand topics. But other examples might include sharing your why, introducing your audience to your family, talking about your pets. I mean, if you've been listening to this show for long at all, you know that I regularly talk about Hattie, my golden doodle, sharing your likes and dislikes, telling website visitors what you do in your free time, using a tone throughout your site that reflects how you communicate with your clients in person, or including just any other information that makes you seem like a real person. Again, if you need inspiration for this, be sure to check out episode seven, how to develop and communicate your brand as a creative entrepreneur. In addition to helping you stand out in your market, adding your personality to your website can also help filter leads. When your personality is clearly communicated on your site, prospective clients can determine if they'll connect with you before they even contact you. Depending on the service or products you offer, this will save you a ton of time when it comes to emails, phone calls, and consultations, because by the time conversations get started, 
there's a very good chance that those who contact you are already sold on working with you. So let your personality shine on your website. Whether you're a photographer, interior designer, hairstylist, or another kind of creative entrepreneur, chances are you're on your feet a lot and need comfortable but professional looking shoes. This is exactly why I love Rothy's and wear them to almost every wedding and session. Created from recycled water bottles and other sustainable materials, Rothy's has created flats, loafers, and other adorable shoe designs that don't rub. When a photographer friend told me Rothy's don't cause blisters, I didn't believe her, but I've now worn Rothy's for more than 50 10-hour wedding days, and I can tell you they truly don't rub and are the most comfortable shoes I've ever owned. Plus, Rothy's are machine washable, so after a hot outdoor wedding, I throw them in the wash and let them air dry. Then they're ready to go again in time for my next wedding or shoot. Now, Rothy's are on the pricey side, but after years of wearing them, I can verify they're 100% worth it. To receive 20% off your first pair of Rothy's, visit victoriarayburnphotography.com slash Rothy's. Again, visit victoriarayburnphotography.com slash Rothy's to get $20 off your new favorite pair of shoes. All right, friend, whether your website needs a quick refresh or it's time for a new site altogether, I know just the thought of working on your website can feel overwhelming, especially if you are making updates yourself. However, rather than getting stuck on design or comparing your website to other people or businesses' sites, I want to encourage you to do nothing more than make sure your website includes these seven things because these suggestions are proven to work and deliver results. If you're ready for your website to do more for your business, make sure your website includes the seven items that we just discussed. If you want an even deeper dive, be sure to check out Don Miller's books. I will include links to both of those mentioned in the show notes. And photographers, if you'd like a few more website tips and tricks just for you, be sure to check out eight things every photographer's website needs to convert visitors into clients. And I will also include a link to that guide in the show notes. But happy website updating, guys. Thank you for tuning in, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Priority Pursuit Podcast. For access to all the links and resources mentioned in this episode, check out the show notes or go to PriorityPursuit.com. To ask questions, share your wins, and connect with other priority-focused creative entrepreneurs, join the Priority Pursuit Podcast community on Facebook. Or don't hesitate to shoot me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at Victoria L. Rayburn. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. This will help get Priority Pursuit in front of other creative entrepreneurs wanting to lead priority-focused lives. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm already looking forward to chatting with you again next week.